to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is on the block here on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bokovan. He is Eric Strickland. And we will, or we are efforting uh, uh, Steve Sipple of the Lincoln Journal Star in early break here. Uh, he will join us in one second uh, as we will go over the Super Bowl, the Husker basketball team. And we'll get more into the basketball team here at the t- in the 5 o'clock hour. But Strick, um, what were your uh, quick you know, initial thoughts on going out to... To, to Iowa City and uh, really not being able to be too competitive in that game, especially even at half. I mean, that was 53-25 at half. I mean, they started off, you know, pretty solid, right? They they came out and they played pretty well. They got off a, a lead about 15 to 11. And then it just, like, they fell off a cliff. It, it was the, the most amazing thing. I mean, uh, they ended the half, like, with a – 42 to 10 being outscored. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, we talked about that before. I mean, I will get into it more in the five o'clock hour, but we talked about the one thing that we hoped that they had turned the corner on against in that last game against Minnesota is that not having these long drought spells, these, these, you know, understanding that runs do happen, but, my gosh, like <laughs> it's tough for any team, especially on the road. It's you, 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 you know, a 42 to 10 close out of the first half. I mean, you, you put yourself behind a ball. I mean, those type of things, when that, when that happens, it's just on the road, it's too tough to overcome because guess what? A home team starts free willing. Your jumper gets a lot easier. You, you know, you're, you get into your bag a little bit easier you know, you, you got a little more swag about yourself now. You, everything becomes free. And and uh, it, it's 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 only when you keep it close, you kill a run or you have a momentum break and, and then you start making a run back at them that things get tight. Jumpers sometimes get tight, you know, so that's how you're able to overcome and win, win on the road. But if, if you let a team get out there free willing, it's, it's tough for anybody to return on that. No doubt. Yeah, that was a that was a tough look on national TV. Would you bring in Steve Simple of the Lincoln Journal Star, and we'll get to some Husker basketball discussion here in a second. But I did want to start out with the Super Bowl, and specifically the Super Bowl halftime show. You were, were you a big fan of the halftime show, Sip? Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was. I mean, it, those things get. It's it's hard for a halftime show these days to, oh, live up to the billing, I guess. But that I'd say that that came pretty close. I mean, I, I mean, when you put Dre and Snoop together, that old school, that old school pair that you, you can't really lose. And yeah, Dre still looks really cool. So Snoop, those dudes are, they're just cool dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was pretty cool. And they didn't do like, like overproduction. I thought of, you know, sometimes in the Super Bowl, it's, you know, how big a big stand can you get out there? What type of, uh, uh, no. what, you know, they just yeah. kind of leaned on the icons in this case. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that, but you're right. It was a pretty stripped down production, and that's again when you have that when when you have entertainers that are that powerful. And I don't mean to slight Mary J. Blige and Fifty Cent, 
fifty cent, I guess what you say is that what you say. Um <laughs> and the others. Um I um yeah, I mean it's, they're just they're just so powerful. They're 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 powerful icons. Not I was gonna say in the country, but really worldwide. Yeah, and then uh, getting to the game as well, you know, obviously this was a, a big one. Husker fans uh, had a lot of support on behalf of, of the Bengals and Zach Taylor. Um, I guess, you know, going looking from a distance, do you think that that was um, a, a team just kind of getting hot and everything kind of flowing well for them, or do you think that Zach Taylor and, and Joe Burrow will have uh, a few more looks at the Super Bowl before they're done? Uh, that's, a good, that's a good question. I think you have to make a distinction. I mean, I will they have a few? Yeah, they'll have a few more runs at the Super Bowl. I, I don't know that I, you can ever go so far as to say a few more Super Bowls. But yeah, Bach, they're gonna make, they're gonna make a few more Super Bowl runs, maybe as quickly as next season. You know, if if, if Burrow and Chase and T Higgins are the, and and I would put that running back in there too, Mixon, if they're the kind of the heart and soul and you get a lot of that defense back yeah yeah they'll, they'll be in it the defense played well yesterday i mean if defense played well enough cincinnati defense played well enough to win did you think that uh, cooper cup was the right choice for mvp i know a lot of people thought aaron donald maybe should have taken it home yeah i saw that i saw the headline in the paper today my first thought was huh not donald huh yeah. um pretty close um when you if you're just talking yeah i mean it's called most valuable player Cup's value was gigantic, and it escalated when Odell Beckham Jr. went down. It really became profound, uh, obviously profound, how much they lean on Cup. Um, so I didn't. I, I get it. I get it though. Donald. It could have been it, one of them. You know, one of them was going to be left out, and I'm I'm okay with the way it worked out. Yeah, it's been especially a great year for Cubs, so it's kind of cool to see it in that way. Of course, the next most uh, relevant uh, football game on the schedule now is in Dublin. It's it's going to be until August, so we got a ways to wait. Um, but uh, Nebraska and Northwestern is kind of the next big one, I suppose. Um, we don't have to wait too long. Two weeks until Nebraska spring practice opens. Other than the quarterback battle, uh, what are you going to keep your eyes on most for, the, for spring practice? Uh, well, I... <laughs> feel like we do this all the time but i'm gonna say the offensive line i think that's i mean it's an interesting discussion and i mean listen the program is it the most i mean i think you'd make an argument it's the most important factor in the program getting back on track is is replenishing um fortifying getting back to the sort of play up front that produces championships. And, you know, they didn't, they added a couple pieces out of the portal, but, but they have, I don't know, Bach, it looks like they have, to me, they have nine, well, they, they used nine different starting lineups, or nine different guys started last year on the offensive line, and seven of those guys are back. Now you have a new coach, and he's got to make it work with a lot of holdovers. You know, and he's got to get a lot more from a lot of the guys that we know. Um, they're back, but they got to get we got to get a lot more from them. So, I definitely say that it's not. Here's the thing about it. Not. Hey, sit. I don't know. Oh, sorry. The offensive line. The, the offensive. Yeah, sorry, Eric. Um, the offensive line is not really fun to write about, but you almost have to kind of force yourself to do it because it's so important. 
Yes, Seb. So let's quick transition on the other side. Um, Let's go from outside to inside. Uh, Obviously, we've um, we 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 were expecting a good game. I think by far we've got the greatest playoffs that I've seen probably in history from beginning to end, and it ended with a good one. But at the at the other at the other side, we we were hoping to see a transition of 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 solid play that would carry over from Minnesota. Um, to this Iowa game that was prior to that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth a little bit when I was getting ready to watch the Super Bowl. What is your initial thoughts on the egg that the Huskers laid when they went out to Iowa City? I was, I was, I listen, Eric. Nebraska's had a lot of trouble in Iowa City, and I mean, I mean, all you got to do is look back at previous results. It hasn't been good, but I thought. I went into that game. I sat down to watch and thought, I think I'm going to watch a close game here. So my reaction during the 42 to 10 run, you know, when Iowa closed the first half, you know, the last 14 minutes of the first half, Iowa outscored Nebraska 42 to 10. Hey, Eric, I was a little startled by it and frankly concerned. And if I were the AD, um, I'd be alarmed by it. And, you know, obviously if I was a head coach, yeah, even I know what you're going to say. Oh, wow, you're still alarmed by this, by what's going on. This is the sixth time they've been blown out, sixth or seventh time. Still alarmed. I, I, Iowa, it looked to me like during that first half, the last 14 minutes, I mean, my, I wondered, I, and I'm not being snarky, I'm not trying to be funny. Um, I, I wondered if Iowa players were startled by how easy it was. I mean, how easy mm. they, the looks they were getting. I mean, they were – and you know what? It could have been a lot worse. They missed a lot of easy looks, Iowa. So, mm. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, Eric. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's gotten kind of uncomfortable to talk about. Yeah, it, it, I, I would have to agree with you. Go ahead, Buck. I, I mean, I would agree that it's very uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to watch. Part of part of it is I, I had I had something I had to do that I wasn't able to do the post game, and I'm glad I didn't because I, I I don't know if I would have been able to contain my myself after watching that because it's just it's it's a phenomenal thing to watch the ebbs and flows of how well they can play to how trashy they can look uh it, it's one of those dynamics that i'm just blown away by and i can't even grasp it or put my hand around it or my mind around it to be able to assess it better Bob, go ahead yeah just kind of going along with that i, I think that the, you know, i mean why you thought that was going to be a close game and and kind of the frustration that eric was pointing to there is that they you know there's been discussion about talent and whether they have enough for that and, and maybe they don't have the depth of talent but they they seem to have enough talent you know between McGowns and Verge and those guys um to to put up more of a fight and certainly to get more wins than they have so far in 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 Big 10 play and obviously just under Hoiberg so altogether um does that kind of take away from I I mean there's there's not much in the corner of Hoiberg uh, as far as momentum going in the next year but I suppose the recruiting class is one thing but I, I guess between that and Delano Banton you know getting benched before he his time was was done here um you know Teddy Allen and, and, and you know the other you know Cam Mack not even make it to the end of the years do you do you believe that Hoiberg can get the most out of his talent at this point well um 
I don't know, not on this team, it doesn't seem like. Um, he's not getting the, mo- the most out of this team. Can he do that in the future? Mm, I don't know. I mean, that, yeah, I, I would think if he gets the right type of players, um, yeah, maybe. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't close the door on Fred being a decent coach at some point if he keeps doing it. But it's not working with this team. And, you know, it's not working hardly at all, really. You know, they, you know, I have to acknowledge, you have to acknowledge they did, they did beat Minnesota and look pretty good doing it. Um, but there's not much they can do now to change my mind about this season. It's, I've seen a lot. I, and these blowouts are, are, I mean, it's a big part. It has to be a big part of the discussion when they're non-competitive in games. And they were not, it was not competitive yesterday. It was a non-competitive game. It was so, it felt sort of, okay, this is what I mean by it's uncomfortable to talk about. It felt like a kind of a waste of time for everybody involved. It had that look, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like they, they kind of played like that. Like, what are we doing here? You know, like people were saying, do they got to play the second half? And they, they say it sort of jokingly, but in a, in a sense, you're like, well, they're going to play the second half. But Nebraska's not going to win. I mean, there's no way they can win the game. They're out of the game. When you're when it's when it when it sinks to that level, I don't know. I, that's what I say. I, that's why I say it's become sort of uncomfortable. I think you got to try to have a sense of humor about it. Um, but I don't know. I, I if Eric, you know, it, it hey, it really strikes me that Eric says he can't can't really get a good handle on what's going on. What you know, it's hard to grasp. That's the way I feel a lot of the time. I don't, I just don't get it. I, and I, and I really get upset about people that say, Hey, sit Nebraska basketball. They've never been good. That's, that's, that's a crock. I mean, that is a crock. I've never seen it like this. Okay. And I've been watching yeah. it since I was 10 so 45 years. I've never seen it like this. Uh, never. So, it's serious. Wow. It's a serious matter. But I think in order to deal with it, you got to have some sense of humor. Yeah, I think especially for the last you know part of the season, um, you, you can't uh, you can't put too much of your heart on the line out there for these. You know, if Nebraska is going to get a win or not, um, it's just it, it's very disheartening um, because obviously, I mean. And we've talked about it before, the buyout that's there, you know, that it, it, it makes it uncomfortable to talk about somebody's job, right, that's on the line. And then, you know, Nebraska probably can't really afford to get rid of them, even if they they do want to. Um, but it's well, just... here's a question I got, Bach. I, I have a question. I think that I think there, you can raise this question now. Can you afford not to get rid of it? I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just not from a financial standpoint, but from a psyche standpoint of your athletic department, of your fan base. Can you afford to let this continue is what I would ask now. I, I think you've gotten to a point, and I think you, it might have happened yesterday. I think there was a significance to yesterday that I think that mm. it really hit me that I, I don't know that you can afford to keep this going. I, I mean, I just think there's a lot it, – it, there's a lot of damage that's done by afternoons like that to an athletic department when it's your second premier men's sport. 
Yeah, I, I especially, you know, I kind of felt that too. And maybe it's the opponent, you know, Iowa. It just feels like, you know, they're geographically they're close to. They don't necessarily have anything you don't have that you should be able to do what Fran McCaffrey does. But Nebraska hasn't been able to put that together. That's kind of where I was going. I just don't – it's hard to envision – you know, even with a, a a good recruiting class coming in, that and they make some moves on the bench, right? But there's no like, it's not like you can go out and find Mark Whipple. And you know, in basketball, you're not going to get a star bench guy. I mean, you can you can hype him up a little bit, and you can try to you know point to things here and there. But there, it, it's not an, it's not an offensive coordinator position to kind of save you there. I just don't know how they're going to get hype, hope, and belief back in the program uh, in the off season. Well, yeah, and, and, and let me add on to that, Sip. Let me add on to that part, Sip. Let me. Okay. Nick, Nick okay. had made a point. Nick had made a point also that um, at this point, it doesn't even have to be sexy. It doesn't even have to be a sexy hire at this point because it's just so bad. He said that on the post game. He said just getting somebody out there that's hungry, that's that's willing to come and just really put in the work, the time, the effort, and the heart to get something done at this point. So you don't necessarily need somebody that's sexy, you know, just because it's not that sexy job in the, in the ire of the beholder. So go ahead, go ahead, Seth. No, I agree. I agree with that. I, they're in a tough spot, right? I mean, as far as players go and answering these, I mean, it's, it's really hard for the players right now. And I'm sensitive to them. I don't, I, none of this, look, we, we always have to, be sensitive to the fact that these are young guys and they're, you know, I think they're young guys and they, and they want to win. Um, something's breaking down, but it's, I don't know the, the losing right now. Part of the reason I guess we're, these conversations have such a grave tone is it's that amount of losing that they're doing is debilitating. And the more it happens, the harder it is to reverse. And that's why, yeah. I mean, let's, Instead of just, you know, stomping our feet and being angry about the losses, you have to analyze it in a, in a sort of an adult way. And, you, and when you're losing like that, at that rate, and you're continuing to lose, and now it's happened for three years, yeah, there's damage. I mean, it. There's, it's, it gets harder and harder to reverse. It's not a matter of, oh, sick, they just need a couple wins. No, that's not, that's not the – it was at that point there was that point earlier in the season probably but that's long past yeah it's it's it, like you said it's not necessarily fun to talk about we you know you know Hoiberg yeah. and, and all the kids on the and they, they all seem like great guys it's just uh like you said the standings are just kind of adding up so it, I, I think you're right I mean I think I kind of felt that shift too yesterday where I've kind of you know my, I've kind of leaned toward I don't think I necessarily believe in this thing to kind of getting to the point of like oh, how much longer can you get to keep this thing going especially on national TV losing to to Iowa like that but in any case thanks again for joining us uh today Steve Sibble and, and of course have a happy valentine's day got any big valentine's plans not really um i'm, I'm kind of still work. i'm kind of still working through that but we don't need to go into that right now <laughs> it's, it's uh it's good to be it's good to be on with you guys and i'm sure we can do it again next week okay yeah, yeah absolutely thanks for joining us today all right have a good one all Thanks. right there he goes he's steve sipple of the lincoln journal star and of course of early break here on 93.7 the ticket we got to take a break but when we come back it's time for a shootout with strick so give us a call 402-464-5685 for your chance to beat strick in our game show called shootout with strick if you do you'll win 15 dollars 
to Buffalo Wings and Rinks. So it's certainly worth the phone call. Only one person uh, gets to play the game show. So call right now. 402 I'm hitting jumpers today. I'm hitting jumpers today. <laughs> I'm hitting jumpers today. He's going to make it competitive today. At least that's the plan. Today, uh, the, the theme is uh, the Super Bowl. Or uh, maybe it's the Rams. I think it's the Rams. So it's the Rams altogether. So give us a call. 402-464-5685. Shootout with Strick is next.